Hey everyone, welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we're gonna to be doing part three of our mini series, going from renter to landlord. So let's get into it. everyone, Tom Krieger here from the Tom J. Krieger team over here at Keller Williams. Today I'm joined by Heather, our chief of staff, and Heather is going to help us with the responsibilities of home ownership. So this is part three of a four-part mini-series. So Heather, let's get into it. Now, about three years ago, as a single woman, you bought your first home, correct? I did. Yeah, correct. And what what drove you to, first of all, want to buy a home from being a renter? Um, well, one, the biggest thing was having security of where I was going to live and not feeling like I had to rely on somebody else to take care of me. Um, so homeownership was kind of the next step instead of having to rent and pay somebody else's mortgage. I figured why not buy an appreciating asset that I can use to move forward with my life and my passive income because as I grow and get a family and get married and all that kind of stuff, I can use my current asset that I have to turn into a rental and move forward with making some passive income with my first big purchase in my life. Awesome. Well, great for you. <laughs> Heather, um, we're going to talk about the responsibilities of homeownership. Now, as being a three-year veteran of homeownership, <laughs> I'm sure some things have come up in your way, like trees falling down or hot water heaters or, you know, where am I going to get the money for taxes and insurance? So I want to kind of step into some of the nitty-gritty of that aspect of it, okay? Absolutely. So, so number one, let's talk about what is the most important responsibility of a homeowner? Uh, first things first, make sure you're paying your mortgage. Um, and what a lot of first time home buyers don't know is that your payment actually covers quite a bit. It's not just a payment on your house. Okay. It does also cover things like your taxes and your home insurance, homeowner's insurance, because those are things that you're like, well, I'm already making this big payment to a mortgage. Where am I going to find the money to also pay my two or $3,000 in taxes that have to go to the city? Mm -hmm. Or where am I going to pay the $1,000 or more that need to go towards my homeowner's insurance? Mm -hmm. And what we don't know and sometimes are not quite educated as a first-time home buyer is your payment is what we call a pity payment. It is your principal, your interest, your taxes, and your insurance. So all of that is built into your payment. So, and it's just broken down over a 12-month period. So you're not having to shell out a big chunk in the middle of the year to pay your insurance or a big chunk twice a year to pay off your taxes. It's already built into your payment. And knowing that and knowing that's already something that you've budgeted for is kind of awesome because then you don't have to stress later on in regards to bigger payments if say something does happen on a major appliance or something else on the house. Okay, so you're making this PITI payment, the P-I-T-I, mm -hmm. and that payment goes to like a bank or somebody, like it could be a Wells Fargo, it could be a Chase, it could be a Bank of America. I mean, there's lots of banks out there that loan money for you to purchase your house, right? Yes. But then who makes the decision when the payment to the insurance company gets set or the payment for the property taxes get paid? Well, yeah. here in Arizona, payments are done twice a year, and okay. that's already part of the schedule um, that most um, 
quote unquote, mortgage servicers know. And a mortgage servicer, which you find out maybe sometime in the process, is you may have a mortgage company that you originally get your mortgage with, whether it be a small company or a large company, um, and then some of them service them themselves and okay. keep a hold of those loans. Others actually will take that loan so that they can get more finances to pay for other people to purchase a home and to be able to give them mortgages. They sell it off to these big, large mortgage brokers who partner with servicing companies or mortgage servicers okay. um, that you do pay. Sometimes it happens at closing. Sometimes it happens, like for me, it happened four or five months later. And I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, I'm paying this pity payment. So, And then all of a sudden, my second year insurance was late. And I kept getting these late notices and I was like, what is happening? Well, it just so happened that when my loan was sold off to a servicing company, okay. they didn't pass on the information in regards to my insurance. So when my insurance renewed, my insurance company sent it to my previous mortgage company instead of my new servicing company. And so the payment didn't get made. The money was still sitting there in my escrow account because that's what holds these taxes and insurance. But they didn't pay the insurance and then I was late. So all I had to do, easy fix, was to get that documentation over to the new servicing company. But those are things you don't think of, especially when it's your first time. Yep. Well, that sounds good. So we, we got that covered. We've got our pity payment. That's the number one thing. Make sure you make your mortgage payment yep. so they don't take your house from you, right? Yep. Because they promise to give you the money. You promise to pay. Yep. Right? Great. Um, so let's talk about keeping like major appliances maintained and maybe some of the attributes of the house, like the roof and the HVAC and stuff like that. And, and just for uh, sake of discussion here, HVAC stands for heating, air conditioning, ventilation, and cooling. Okay, so let's talk about that. So um, first things first, if you're with a great real estate agent, they're gonna put you through an inspection and you're gonna make sure that all the big things are actually in working condition prior to you owning the house. Right. That's always a great thing, but you never know what can happen and something can fail or something can break or all that kind of stuff. So any really good solid real estate agent is going to recommend you get a home warranty. And me as a homeowner, I recommend keeping that home warranty. Interesting. At least keep it for the first year. Now, are we talking about the insurance that um, you're paying for in your pity payment or is this something different? This is something different. So this is a warranty company that specifically covers the major parts of your house, like your HVAC, your roof, your plumbing, your major appliances, like your washer, your dryer, your dishwasher, the big things that are gonna cost you five, six, $700 or more to replace or repair. Okay, so keep that longer than one year. Yeah, minimum of a year because at least within that first year you can learn how your house operates okay. and that'll cover it over that first year. If you keep it longer, if something that is in an older condition goes out, it's then covered. Is there like a cost, a yearly cost for that? There is a yearly cost and every home warranty company is different and they're also different on the, the price points and what they cover. Um, 
If you want to know more information about a home warranty company, reach out to your real estate agent um, and they can definitely get you a couple recommendations of good home warranty companies in your area. Okay, so we got that. So we got the home warranty. What about, you know, the things like your HVAC, your roof, plumbing, stuff like that? Um, first and foremost, with your HVAC, you want to make sure that you keep it maintenance at least twice a year. You have somebody come out and make sure. When you have to turn the AC on in the summer, it turns on and it cools and it cools to the correct temperature. On the opposite side of the coin, when it starts to get cold, you're making sure that that heater turns on and it heats to the right temperature as well because I have had it happen in the middle of summer, your AC goes out and it's 90 degrees in your house. And if you have pets, that's never a good thing. Or even in the winter, you know, your heating goes out or something happens and you're freezing your butt off and it's a weekend and you can't get a company out. Murphy's Law, right? Yeah, Murphy's Law. So making sure that it's maintenance and you know that it's in working condition, you're less likely to run into those issues. Okay, so twice a year you have that, spring and fall, right? What about the roof? Uh, well, before we leave the HVAC, okay. you want to make sure you get your filter changed or oh, you yeah. change your filter at yeah. least once a month. They're super simple. You can get really, really cheap ones from... Amazon or any of the major um, maintenance stores like Lowe's or Home Depot, I would recommend get the big pack. Yep. And if you don't do it every single month and you do it once a quarter because that's not something you're into, at least you're starting a process so that you're at least changing it. And especially if you have pets and the dander and the hair getting sucked up in, the harder your HVAC has to work to cool or heat your house, the more likely it's going to become damaged. So the heavier they use, the less likely the length of the of the life cycle. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And you could and you're saying do the Costco method when it comes to yeah. filters, buy in bulk. Buy in bulk. Okay, great. Now what about the roof? The roof. So your roof, you wanna make sure that you get at least um, your roof inspected. Um, it should be at no cost. Most roof companies will do a free inspection for you, at least here in the state of Arizona, they do that. Okay. Um, and you'll have that done at least once a year to make sure that there's not any mini leaks or any shingles shifting or tile shifting or crack that could cause um, leaking coming into your house and into your attic space or any open area. Or especially here in Arizona after your big monsoons or your big rainstorms, mm -hmm. when you could potentially have something landing on your roof or hail hitting your roof. Any little tiny hole, if you don't take care of it right away, it can get bigger and bigger and bigger and then you have a massive issue versus a small issue that's gonna maybe cost a couple hundred dollars to replace or repair or be covered under a warranty versus something that you're gonna have to get an insurance claim on. Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. So about every two years have the roof inspected. For sure. Okay. What about like plumbing? If you notice a leak, check it out. If you notice slow draining, um, again, if you have if you're a girl and you have long hair, the things that can clog, clog a drain, you wanna make sure you at least get, if you notice something wrong, don't ignore it. That's always been you know, my thing I've learned. You, the longer you ignore it, the worse it's going to become and then it becomes a more expensive fix in the long doesn't run. Doesn't fix itself. No, unfortunately it doesn't. What about washers and dryers? Uh, washers and dryers, those are something we definitely use daily for me. Yes. Um, others maybe once a week, but if you're noticing weird noises, some, something sounds off on it, have someone come out and check it. Okay. Uh, if it stops cleaning, 
have someone come out and check it. Um, I know with a lot of the newer high efficiency ones that are like the front load washers, they can get mold in them. And then you're just washing your clothes with mold. For your dryers, um, if they're not drying anymore, there's something that's an issue. And I know there are a good chunk of um, dryer vent fires because you're not cleaning out that vent. And we recommend that you do that um, at least once a year, have something go in and completely clear it out. Um, I'm lucky my vent is really close to a wall that goes to the outside. So it's not like I have a ton of distance between, but you can still get a lot of buildup um, from your dryer vent and and that can cause a house fire, which is more there, damage than you really want to handle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it has caused many house fire. What about your stove and, and your refrigerator and stuff like that? Uh, again, just making sure like your filters for your, your fridge, you want to make sure that those filters are changed and it's keeping at temperature and you're not leaking. Um, you know, if you do have one that, you know, gives you the water and the ice and all that kind of stuff, you want to make sure that kind of stuff is not leaking and you're changing your filters. They're the newer ones kind of tell you when your stuff needs to be done. Yeah. So it gives you that reminder. Um, with our stove and our oven, you use it. And when you use it, it gets dirty. You can't keep it dirty. You've got to make sure you're doing the, the self-cleanings on it and you're cleaning it out so that you don't have a potential fire if you're not making sure it's clean. What about, you know, I've heard a lot of things about hot water heaters. They could be a pain and a nightmare. What, what, what should a new homeowner kind of do as a regular maintenance program on a hot water heater? Well, this is actually something I just learned. Three okay. years and I'm still learning something new about my house. Wow. Um, but you want to make sure you're draining your hot water heater at least once a year to keep it from building up any of the hard water on the inside of it so that it can continue to flow. I'm lucky my hot water heater is original from when the house was built in 98 and I have not seen any issues, but you got to keep it maintained for it to live as long as it should live, which for most appliances is a good chunk of years. It's typically not one or two years. They should be lasting at least five, 10 years nowadays. Yeah. So dishwasher, there's another appliance that comes to mind. Well, you also want to make sure one, you're keeping it clean on the inside because of the food debris. And if it does stop cleaning um, or it starts yelling at you or beeping at you because dishwashers nowadays, like our fridges, are electronic. There's a car, a memory card in there. It kind of tells you when stuff should be done. If it stops working or beeps at you or have somebody come out and check it. Um, I actually last year had somebody come out and check mine because it stopped cleaning and it was beeping funky and to find out that the drain sensor was bad and the motherboard was bad. And I luckily keep a home warranty. So it only cost me whatever the drive fee was to have a home warranty company come out and get that fixed. Okay, so there's where the home warranty paid for itself. Absolutely, 100%. Right, right. Instead of having to replace my dishwasher for $500 or whatever, I just paid for a home warranty. All right, well, let's, as we're moving on, let's talk about outside the house. We've talked about a lot of things on the inside of the house. What about the exterior of the home? What should a new homeowner be you know, aware of and keep an eye on? Your larger plants, your trees, your shrubs, your bushes, anything that may potentially climb up your house or attach to the outside of your home. Because there are some climbing plants that are out there that are naturally occurring, like cat's claw, that will climb up and cause damage to your stucco or to the wood siding on your house. Um, trees are a big thing, making sure that they are maintained and trimmed back away from your house. Um, I recently had an issue with a large mesquite in the front of my house that started getting mistletoe in it, and we ended up having to completely cut it down. As gorgeous as it was, it ended up needing to come down because to maintain it was um, harder than just taking it out. What about the proximity of the trees to the home and the foundation and, and that? 
You definitely want to make sure that you're keeping an eye, um, especially with uh, root systems. They can cause lifting underneath things like sidewalks and driveways. Um, if they are not maintained, the branches going over a roof and potentially falling after a big storm or during a big storm or a lightning strike causing a breakage, that landing on your roof may be potentially causing roof damage, which is going to be more expensive. So really, it's trying to take the finances in advance. If you see something happening and you can maintain it and keep it from causing a bigger issue, that's where you want to make sure you're okay, keeping it. Okay, preventive maintenance. Pre get, preventative get, okay. maintenance. And then what about um, like bugs? You know, you hear a lot of, and don't take this the wrong way, but a lot of women are like, ah, oh, there's spiders to this. Although I know a lot of men that feel the same way too. <laughs> it isn't, you know, related to the sexes. Yeah, absolutely. There's a I call them critter catchers, but there are pest control companies out there that will do yearly pest control for a house, um, making sure that you're doing at least yourself if you're not paying for a pest company to come out once a month and spray and check. Um, walking around and making sure any openings that lead into an attic or an open space um, into your home are covered and secured so that you don't have critters of some sort climbing in and making a house out of your attic. Um, or underneath your house or in your garage. Um, and then here in Arizona, um, I learned that termites are a big thing here. And they're not like the termites we had in Florida, because I'm originally okay. from Florida. They're a different type of termite. Um, and they say it's not if you have termites, it's when you have termites. Um, and here in uh, Arizona, we definitely recommend at least having a termite inspection um, quarterly if you can, because it all depends on you know when you're going to get them and if you can keep the per the longer you have them without knowing you have them the more damage they cause and the other piece of that is making sure that you don't have standing water um around your house where you know you have wood to ground or anything like that or any dry rot from other wood to ground stuff or having a tree or something that's close to your house because you know, if there's wood really close to your house, there's a, uh, you know, it gives them that access in. Okay. So the water, you keep the water away. You have proper drainage, not reverse drainage. Correct. Okay. What about pools? You know, we're in, we're kind of here in a, a state that it gets a little warm. A little bit. Yeah. So what about <laughs> pools? Um, so it's always recommended to have your pool company come out and do at least a monthly treatment. If that's not something, if you're not going to keep your chemicals maintained yourself and you're not well versed at it, have a company do it. It's typically not more than $25 a month to have a company come out and skim your pool and put the chemicals in for you and making sure that those chemicals aren't causing damage to your plaster or your tile or your um, equipment because that equipment can be really, really expensive to replace if it needs to be replaced. Um, and then making sure you at least have somebody coming out twice a year to ensure that you're not having any leaks and you don't have any issues. The way your water sits in your pool during the winter season versus the summer season are very two different temperatures mm -hmm. and it can cause issues with your equipment if you don't keep it maintained or at least your chemicals maintained at a really high level. Okay, so I have a professional come out at twice a year. At least. All right. What about garage doors? Um, so garage doors, the biggest thing with garage doors is the safety pieces of them. The safety pieces of them, if you're not keeping your garage door maintained and those safety things that are in place to make sure that a you know garage door doesn't fall on your car or your kid yeah. or your dog or you. Um, you got to make sure that those are things. So have somebody come out at least once a year and just make sure that those safety measures, that sensor down at the bottom or whatever you have that makes sure that 
You know, if something walks in front of it, it's going to stop the garage door from coming down on top of somebody. Make sure those are maintained. Okay, great. And what about like, your, you know, we talked about just about everything. What about the electrics, you know? The electric is the one thing that you don't think about until you have to think about it because yeah. the power has gone out. Um, but that panel that is outside of your house, you need to make sure is in working order. We recommend having somebody come out at least once every five years to make sure that that panel is high functioning. Okay. Because if it's not high functioning and it's causing trips consistently, imagine you not being home and it trips and it not just trips, it sparks something because something else electrical is incorrect in your house. House fire, bigger issue than you really want to handle. Yeah. So I'm going to add a little bit to that. After five years, a lot of material can build up behind the panel. And so if you have that short, like you're talking about, there could be material that's combustible back there, and that could start the fire too. Absolutely. Okay, and speaking of fire, there's one last thing I want to ask you about. You know, when you get in your garage, you want to go in your house, there's a door there, and it's supposed to be a fire-rated door. What do people need to be aware of that? Well, first of all, that's a big thing that we don't know about as first time. They don't know that it should be a fire door. And the reason it should be a fire door is if a fire happens outside, you don't want it coming into your house. Um, and so that fire door should be able to completely shut on its own. You should never have to worry about if you walk out of your house, that door not shutting behind you, or if you walk in your house, that door not shutting behind you. And if it doesn't, you need to make sure it, it self-closes. And if you don't know how to do it, I'm sure somebody on YouTube can teach you. I have learned that as a first-time home buyer is typically if I can't figure out how to do it and it seems like it's something easy and I shouldn't really have to pay a handyman to do it, if I can go on YouTube and I I feel like most of us women are pretty handy. If we can watch a video, we can figure out how to do something. You can figure out how to tighten the hinges on your fire door just enough to make sure that it completely closes properly. And not only that, making sure that um, any door is closing properly. If there's something wrong with the handle on your door, they are so easy. Coming from first time homebuyer who was like, I'm not gonna pay somebody to change my locks. I'm just gonna change all the handles on my door. Watch a video, changed all the handles on all of my doors so that I had the same key for both my front and my back door. It was amazing. Um, but sometimes just changing those and making sure everything clicks and locks the way that it should. Okay. Well, that's a pretty extensive list of things <laughs> as a home buyer, first time home buyer. But I will tell you this, Heather, you really made it seem simple. So Heather, that was a great um, in-depth response from a first time home buyer. We're not promoting YouTube. We don't get paid for it, but you can find a lot of things on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, I want to invite you to our part four on our series of going from a renter to a landlord. Until our next episode, be safe, America. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.